a lot of that stress that can be debilitating and that can stop us from actualizing our full potential comes from us seeking to be perfect. Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 160 of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to more mindfully manage your energy so you can feel good, function at your best, and lead by example. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right, let's hop right into today's mindful moment. I'm going to guide us through two rounds of box breathing. It's going to be a four-second inhale, a four-second hold, a four-second exhale, and another four-second hold. All right, we're going to do two rounds of that, and then I'm going to hand it over to Nick for our brief awareness practice. So remember, act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head, gently pulling you upward. And I'm going to count us down three, two, one, and we'll get started. Three, two, one. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Continue to breathe at your normal breathing pattern. Let's bring our awareness to our feet. Any discomfort, anything that you're feeling in your feet that you just don't accept right now, just take a deep breath and let it go. Let's move up from our ankles to the top of our hips. Just notice anything in that area. If there's anything that you don't want there currently, just take a deep breath and let it go. Same for our chest, our stomach, our upper back, our lower back, just that whole region. Notice and let go. From the top of your shoulders all the way down to your fingertips, we are getting ourselves fully in alignment to enjoy the show and be present. And last but definitely not least, relax your forehead and from the base of your neck to the top of your head, take a deep breath and let it go. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us today for this mindful moment. And if you heard that ding go off and you didn't get distracted, good job. It's working. You didn't get caught up in the things that happen inside the world, outside of what we're doing in the exact moment. And if you did, it's okay. It won't always yeah. happen. I was about to say, if you did, you're human. It's just a part yeah, of how like, our minds operate. It, so, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it is quite all right. Okay. Now, before we begin to talk a little bit more about the last topic of conversation for this month, I'm going to share how you all can support Balance Period to start. Visit our YouTube channel. We're at Balance Period on YouTube. If you type in Balance Period Podcast, you'll definitely see us pop up. And when you're there, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And any of the videos that you watch, please like those videos and leave comments or questions that you have for us in the comment section. Listening to this podcast on your favorite listening platform 
subscribing to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to us on. If your platform allows you to leave us a review or a five-star rating, please, please do that. That is very, very beneficial for us. And lastly, one of the ways that you can not only support Balance Period, but also support yourself is by joining our Patreon community. And there we've recently rebranded what this community is. Instead of just being labeled our Patreon community, we are adopting the name of generational wellness creators, right? Each person in that community is investing in their wellness so they can pass down healthy habits to the next generation of their family. And you joining that community will help increase the level of accountability that you have to do the same thing for you and the people that you love. So visit patreon.com forward slash balance period and check out the membership options that we have there. All right. There's actually one more thing. I know I do this every week. There's one more thing. So I'm going to move my microphone for the people on YouTube that are watching. But we have a shirt that we got made to go along with the topic of conversation for today's episode and for the month as a whole, right? Today we're talking about peace over perfection. And this shirt, actually I'm gonna show you what the back of the shirt looks like too because there's more of the design on the back. But you can go to balanceperiod.com and the top right-hand corner you'll see shop or store and that's where you can visit shop.balanceperiod.com. But here is the shirt. Um, we will definitely be posting more about it on our social media platforms, but you can go there, uh, go to our website, check it out, grab you one of these shirts. We will have shirts that are tied to each one of the next few months that we have themes surrounding our topics of conversation. So definitely check that out. And by being a listener of this podcast, by putting the word podcast in at checkout, you actually get free shipping on any order from the store. So just wanted to make sure I shared that with you all. So. As I've been saying a couple times today, our topic of conversation is peace over perfection. Now, we started the month talking about what stress is, and we then talked about how we can leverage the stress that we experience to enhance our well-being and to enhance our ability to keep how we respond to stress aligned with our values and goals. In the last episode, we talked about good stress, right? Ways that we can intentionally put our bodies and minds under stress so that we can promote our growth and development. Today, we're talking about something that is the complete opposite of what it is that we want to experience in our lives. And we get that experience from seeking perfection and feeling like we need to be perfect in order to be great, in order to be valuable. And that creates this internal environment that allows stress to have a negative impact on our wellness from the inside out. And the way that you're able to balance that out in your life is by prioritizing time for peace rather than seeking to be perfect in the things that you choose to invest your time and energy into. And so with today's episode, we're going to just have a discussion around peace and perfection, some of the ways that Nick and I have experienced both and how we go about investing into making sure that we are prioritizing time for peace in our everyday lives so that we can feel good, function at our best and lead by example. And so, Nick, are you ready to have this conversation about peace over perfection? Oh, yes. 
definitely want to drop some gems on this topic. Nice. And so I know we talked about this episode in particular being entitled Peace Over Productivity, right? Early on in the month, we were thinking about ways that we live our lives that may promote us experiencing stress in a way that is detrimental to our wellness. And we were thinking, well, maybe it comes from us wanting to be productive, right? We want to be so productive that we neglect to invest in our wellness along our journey of creating what it is that we want to create in our lives. And I came across a definition for productivity that kind of helped to shift my perspective on that thought process in particular. And it was that productivity is about using our time intentionally and effectively. And so I'm like, well, in that case, if we're using our time intentionally and effectively, then naturally we would be prioritizing time for peace, right? Looking to invest in our wellness so that we can make sure that we're maintaining optimal mental, physical, and emotional well-being. And so what we then realized was that a lot of that stress that can be debilitating and that can stop us from actualizing our full potential comes from us seeking to be perfect. Peace over perfection. And I don't know, I want to hand it over to Nick But just talk a little bit about your experience with feeling the need to be perfect and kind of where that came from for you along your journey. Um, I know for me, where it came from was the validation you get as a child. Like when you do something the right way, especially when you feel like you did a really good job at it, don't know if I would call it perfect or not, but it's that that response you get from other people, from your parents, your friends, whatever it is, you feel like, whoa, when I do a really good job at something or when people say that I do a really good job, that feels really good. And growing up in a world where we look to validate our outside world, our inside world by our outside world, feeling good from other people does wonders for us. And so I would say that's where kind of like my relationship with perfection grew from was just getting that validation outside of myself. And looking at it now, it's very interesting. Like it was an amazing crutch. Like when I think about it, because it was like to say, oh, I'm trying I'm trying to make this perfect. Nah, you just afraid to to do whatever could be next or something that could happen that's in the unknown rather than trying to be something that, well, like I say, doesn't exist. And that's just I literally just saw that right now as we was talking about it. because I was like, whoa, that was like a super crutch to say, like, oh, I want this to be perfect or I have to make this perfect. Yeah, I can I can definitely relate to that. I know mine, I mean, came from a similar place. I think it was a combination of our education system, um, how highly regarded education was at home. And I would say, you know, the religious upbringing that we had. Like, for me, I know one of the biggest things was I wanted to go to heaven. Like, I heard nothing but great things about the place, and I wanted to go. But I also knew that with sin came an opportunity if I didn't, you know, confess this sin or ask for forgiveness that I will potentially not go there. So for me, I'm like, how can I live this like sinless life? And I know we were told that that's not, you know, possible, right? We all sin. We all fall short. It's just a part of being human. But it didn't stop my, you know, adolescent mind from mm-hmm. still striving to be perfect and feeling like I needed to be perfect in order to get the outcomes that I wanted to get in my life. And so I know that's kind of where it rooted from, you know, for me was just comes, you know, those areas of of my upbringing. But I know as I got older, 
I started to just associate perfection with like value. And for me, it was like, if I'm perfect, then I'm valuable. I'm grateful now to, to be aware of the fact that I'm enough and that I'm whole and that there's nothing you know more that I need to do in order to be me, in order to be whole, which I think is powerful. I also realize at the same time, there's still room for improvement for me, which I think you know we all fall in that category, but I'm whole nonetheless. And so that desire to be perfect, though in some cases, right, is still there. I think it, it definitely manifests itself a little bit differently for me with where I'm at in life right now. And I know one of the things that I'm, I would think others would be able to relate with is that I kind of still experience this feeling of a need to be perfect when I'm starting something new or when I'm trying to do something that I haven't done before. It's like I need to be perfect in my preparation in order to even get started. And what that ends up doing for me sometimes, it it stops me being able to make progress because I'm not taking any action. I'm like frozen in this. I need to be perfect before I even take action phase. And so I know that is definitely one of the ways that it still pops up in my life from time to time, um, even to this day. So I think me going into now this kind of next topic of conversation for us just to talk about peace me making sure that I'm prioritizing my peace allows me to, in those moments when I am experiencing that feeling of a need to be perfect before I get started, I remember my wholeness. I remember that I don't have to be perfect in order to be great. And I definitely don't have to be perfect in order to get started because you can get started from wherever you are. And as long as you're being productive, right, you are intentional about how you're using your time and energy and you're doing so in the most effective way that you know how you're going to incrementally improve the quality of whatever it is that you're investing your time and energy into so me prioritizing peace connects me back to my wholeness so that i'm able to act in alignment with that even when i am experiencing these feelings of needing to be perfect and so i know i kind of threw a lot in there but i want to hand it back over to you in talking about your experience with peace and how you utilize that as a tool now um, as it pertains to your relationship with perfection. Yeah, so, and something that we talked about right before we started the episode was like this new realization that I've had of, with peace now. And it was that we we have this thought that, not even have this thought, sometimes peace can get misconstrued as boredom or laziness. And it's like because we have the desire to just go, 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 have to make, have to be, have to something. And like my relationship with peace now is just being still. I never realized how much being still in the moment added value to my life until I started doing it more regularly. Because you realize that when you take that time to slow down, everything that feels so overwhelming, everything in your life that's even that's going on, period. It no longer holds the same amount of power that it did beforehand because it's not in the forefront of your mind as you move forward. And when I experienced that, my times within meditation, I was like, yo, this is it right here. This beats video games. This beats all the fun stuff that I used to do within life outside of myself. I literally can get that feeling here 
that feeling of going on vacation where I don't have to work and the money's good and we're about to eat good and have fun. And I know that's going to happen. That feeling of peace. I can have that sitting in my room whenever I feel like it. And so that's kind of like my relationship with peace now. And it's just like it's it's an amazing experience that you can create for yourself whenever you need it. I did it two times yesterday. It was dope. Like 20 minutes each. It was just it was just random. It just felt like it was like I didn't feel like playing video games. I didn't feel like watching TV. I hadn't celebrated 428 or anything. I was just like, you know what? I'm about to just sit for a little bit. And it was an amazing time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think that one of the things that maybe deters people from just sitting in stillness is what goes on in our minds. Because we normally, and I, I can definitely speak for myself, I would fill time with things so that I wouldn't be just one-on-one with what's happening in my mind. And I think that by us understanding just the value of just observing what's happening in our minds and just noticing what's happening, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of acceptance and compassion, we're able to truly experience peace. Even in the midst of all of the thoughts and things that cross our minds when we are sitting still with ourselves, because our minds will still, they do what they do. Like it does what it does. It's just kind of how our minds operate. But if we're able to detach ourselves from identifying with what's crossing our minds, then we're able to be the observer of what's happening in our minds and just notice it. Yeah. And I, I find that that is where I am truly able to tap into the abundance of peace that's present in the present moment um, from being able to just notice and observe the thoughts that cross my mind. In moments when I am sitting still or in moments when I'm like just driving and not listening to anything like that. That's one of the places that I've began to incorporate just more chunks of time through my day that I'm just being at peace, not doing anything else, you know, not trying to do anything, just being I'm driving or I'm trying to get somewhere. But in that time, you know, normally you fill it with music or audiobooks or you know, something, but I'm just being with me and that that's how I tap yeah. into peace. So talk a little bit about how you go about prioritizing time in your day for peace. I know you mentioned that yesterday you did it a couple times for, you know, for 20 minute chunks, but talk a little bit about what that looks like for you. Yeah. So real quick, I do want to take us back to what we just talked about and give you a perspective. Like if you're somebody, cause I dealt with this too, like the whole first year I was meditating, I dealt with this until I realized like that's just a part of the process. And when you're sitting still, when your mind starts to go 50 million miles an hour, when your body feels like you need to twitch, when you feel the scratches, when you feel like I can't sit here any longer, you're doing it right. Like that's what it's supposed to be. And all you have to do is sit there and just watch your mind go through it. And I don't know how long it takes. Everybody's different. But I, for myself and my own experience, it was taking time to just observe that, observe that chaos, just be in it because nothing's happening. It's all everything is right here. And you get to look at all of it and then just experience it and realize like, oh, crap, that's not me. That's the experience. And it it changes everything within that. So I just want to give you all that gem of just, yes, if you're suffering through it, suffer through it because you got to get through that so you can see what's on the other side. Mm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. uh, For that perspective, for sure. 
it's time to take your sustainable self-care system to another level. We partnered with Woo so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all-new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com dot com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show yeah and can you repeat the question i think you said like what does peace look like for me now yeah yeah essentially just how do you go about prioritizing time for peace in your life so right now my absolute the biggest thing is breath work like i know like i teach that i do the mindful moments and different things but like that's like the staple of my day because i know that when my breathing is off no matter what breathing method I'm using, I can use five different ones throughout the day. I just try to be intentional with my breathing. As soon as my breathing is off, my day can start to shift in a different direction. Because what I realize is the life that I lived when I was unintentional with my breathing was extremely stressful. And I've done it for so long that it's easy for me to fall back into those habits and practices. And so by focusing and being intentional on my breathing, I'm able to keep the space that I want to create for myself of peace rather than trying to be something or falling back into old ways. And so I really do focus in on keeping my breathing at some form of pattern throughout the day, like being very intentional with how I breathe. Because for me, I, I say it all the time, when you're happy, you breathe a certain way. When you're sad, you're breathing a certain way. Like It plays such a foundational part in the experience that we have within this journey that I, I made that a staple of like, yo, as long as this is good, I can handle everything else. And I have complete and utter control over this. So I'm going to take accountability for it and make it what I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. In a world where there's so much that's out of our control, being able to manage something like your breathing and to do that intentionally and just the effect that it has on your well-being in the present moment, like that's just it's powerful. If there's not one thing that you choose to do intentionally, I think breathing should be at the top of that list. I don't like to use the word should, but Think about it. Think about it for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I, similar, similar to to what you were mentioning, I use breath work for sure. I utilize those primarily through my mindful moment reminders throughout the day. I see, which we talked about it last month in our morning routine, I see the time that I spend with myself to start my day as mm. the space for me to tap into peace, to like be fully immersed in peace. Because I know that I'm not going to be presented with peaceful scenarios or situations throughout the day. So if I start my day in an intentional way with me tapping into peace, the odds are that when I am experiencing something that's out of my control, I remember that there's peace present in that moment, too, because I already tapped into it. And there's nothing really different between that moment and the moment that something's happening outside of my control is just up to me to be aware of what's present, which I know is peace. So as long as I'm able to prioritize time for that, you know, for me, I do 15 to 20 minutes. Actually, I say 10 to 20 minutes to start the day. Um, just sitting, breathing, going through a guided meditation, tapping into, you know, my ability to be intentional about my breathing patterns. 
And then I utilize the mindful moment reminders throughout the day to tap back into that. I recently got an Apple Watch. So I now have an app on both my phone and watch that I can just click that it literally guides me through five rounds of breathing of whatever interval that I want it to be. I can set it to whatever I want. And so most recently, it's just been balanced breathing. I'll sit and that takes exactly one minute. So when my reminder goes off or if I'm just feeling like there's a gap of time, I'll literally just click it on my watch. It'll guide me through five rounds of breathing and then I go back to my day. So a chunk in the morning and then just small chunks of time throughout the day. So one minute, one minute to a minute and a half of just prioritizing time to breathe and tap back into that piece that I know is present in the present moment. It's just up to me to tap back into it and to utilize it um, as I see fit, especially as it pertains to, you know, the experiences that I have around feeling the need to be perfect, because that's something that is, is just not true. And we talked about sources earlier. And I think another source is the fact that we are told by media, we're told by companies that are trying to sell us stuff, that we're not enough and that we need something else in order to be enough. We need this shirt. We need this car. We need this burger, whatever it is. You need this in order to have this certain level of status like Nick was talking about before, right? As desiring to to be at a certain place. And those are just marketing tactics. They just, they're trying to sell you something. All right. But we have internalized that to be the case for us. And we lose sight of our wholeness because we're bombarded on a daily basis with these reminders that, hey, you need this in order to be enough. And that's just not true. And so I wanted to make that point and also wanted to share this quote from Brene Brown. And it's from her book, Daring Greatly. And I know we talk about the mission at Balance Period being to illuminate the way for our next generation to live happy, healthy, wholehearted lives. And her definition of what it means to live a wholehearted life is the one that we reference when we talk about us showing our next generation how to do that. And so she says, wholehearted living is about engaging in our lives from a place of worthiness. It means cultivating the courage, compassion, and connection to wake up in the morning and think, no matter what gets done and how much is left undone, I am enough. That is powerful. Man. Regardless of what gets done and what is left undone, I am enough. And I think by us utilizing that as kind of like a a place to direct our attention and awareness to say, okay, today, right? What did I get done? What didn't I get done? Are we able to look at ourselves in the mirror and believe that we are enough? Understand that we are enough. Right, feel that we are enough. I would highly recommend beginning to add that into your evening routine or at some point throughout your day, but utilizing that quote from Brene Brown. Yeah. And I would just like to add into that that if you do find yourself feeling like you're not enough, like you do feel like I didn't get enough done today, or I didn't get this project done, or the boss is upset at me, if there's something in your life that makes you feel like you're not whole, it's okay. We all have been, most of us have been through it. A lot of people still going through it. It's just the structure of society that we live in. I like to look at that. If you do notice that about yourself, one, amazing that you are able to even be aware of the fact that you're doing that. That is great in the beginning. And then two, use that as your gauge. 
If you notice that thing about yourself, like, nah, like, I, I do that. I like to call this, my perspective is living from the outside in, using your outside world to validate your inside. And if you do that and you're aware of it, you can try the opposite. You can just do something differently. And that's the option that you always have when you become aware of something. So that's just something I want to throw out there to anybody who feels like, nah, when I look in the mirror, if I didn't get everything done, like, I'm not enough. It's okay. You can choose differently. Facts. Yeah, it's heavily predicated upon your mindset. And so through understanding what your current mindset or your current set of beliefs around a thing is, like Nick said, that gives you the agency, right? And the power to make changes to it that are more aligned with the person that you want to be and the things that you want to accomplish in your life. And in our case, right, showing our next generation how to live a happy, healthy, truly wholehearted life. So, all right, Nick, I'm going to hand it over to you. Is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Yeah. Slow down. Take a minute to just breathe. Like even if you don't set mindful reminders in your phone, just take random deep breaths throughout the day. Just start with that. I'm I'm a believer that if you start with something and you start to incrementally notice more benefits, then you're going to be more likely to continue to do this thing because we all like to feel good. So just take time and just randomly just deep inhale, exhale throughout the day. Yeah. All right. Lastly, for me, you don't have to be perfect in order to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of becoming the change that you want to see in your family and in your community. And remember that you can't fill anyone else's cup if your cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow and develop your sustainable self-care system. Thank you all so much for traveling along this journey with us over the month of April through expanding our awareness of what stress is, how to leverage it, ways that we can incorporate good stress into our daily lives for our optimal function, and also that it's important to prioritize peace over perfection. So thank you for tuning into this episode of the Balance Period Podcast, and we look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learn from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learn to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. And you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.